Welcome into TFW Live. It's the best kept secret in fantasy football where we keep that week one feeling going all year long. I'm Big Travi and I'm joined here by my best friends Austin and Johnny. And I would like to give a big welcome to you, Whisper Nation, in the chat right now. What is going on? Freak Stomper and all the boys in there. Albert, everybody that will be uh, joining us later as well. But as always, we're going to start off with a shout out to our newest members of Whisper Nation. Those who subscribed or follow us on social media. And we've had a big boost this week, so I'm going to take a deep breath and here we go. The Grit and Grind Fantasy Mind, Eric Novella, William Zolecki, Irish Sealer 412, Outburst, John Roberts, Rhett Taylor, Brower Sport, Vinko Gojakachg, Lucas Juan Carlos Rodriguez, Jason Miller, Alan Taylor, Miguel uh, Figueroa, B. Brown, Yay Y-O-W, Luke Benshoof, Bob Harris, J, Jeff Milliner, Spree, Nick Bachuski, Boom or Bust NFL Podcast, Jonesy, Willie Z, Juan Mendez, Skippy FF, William, Brendan Mills, John Rintoul, Carrington Hebb, Sam Wagman, B-Man, Yano Puedo Mas, Jeremy Noble, Brandon Hay, Nino Brown, Dynasty Bison, V, Mac DeChico, Mark DeChico, sorry about that. R. Wilson, James Brandt, Reasonable Kevin Tompkins, Clarky Cards, Scott Melton, Sean Herring, Harrigan, Jacob, Billy Norris, Aaron St. Dennis, Ahan Runta, Nathan Lee, is this just fantasy football? <laughs> Brent Patrick Lyons, Osh, Tommy Charleston, Bear Number One, and FF Sisson. Thank you all for following us. And if you love fantasy football and want to be part of a community where you know you belong, hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. We're trying to get just one more subscriber, just one more on this stream. It could be you. And if you're new, let us know where you're streaming from. We'd love to shout you out right here on the show. On today's episode, we're joined by one of our favorite guests of all time, all Lauren time. Carpenter. From Let's just about go. every big fantasy outlet you can think of, the footballers, football guys, NBC Sports Edge, and you can catch all of that work at stepmomlauren.com. Lauren, I want to say thanks for being on the show, but I really want to thank Jeff because I believe we got you like shortened date night, right? Yeah, you did. You guys got lucky. Yeah. You didn't get lucky. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So yeah, this is a shortened date night, but I could not pass up being on with my buddies. Look at how like awkward my my bun is. It's like over no, here. Yeah, that's I've, good looking bun. Makeup on. My hair is not done. I look silly, but hey, Your I love information and I love being a part of this stream. So thank you so much, you guys, for having me on. I'm super excited. And Johnny, every single time I hear you intro music, I don't know if you can see me in the background, but I'm. I'm over here just like snapping and dancing. I'm like, I yeah. music and I go for it. I love it. Oh, we're I glad know, you I do. Everyone, please don't be alarmed. This is not Jesus and then luscious Jesus. I mean, they are, <laughs> but. I mean, yeah, I we did. just went full Jesus tonight. I put the hair up. Tonight. I know. Like, yeah. Johnny, yeah. what? Yeah. I, ro I rose after three days. Of do I need to confess like right now on the podcast? Yeah, I mean, you probably do. Yeah, for some of these takes, I think you're about to make. Maybe you might need to confess. <laughs> I apologize and confess for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we start every show off with uh, kind of this rapid fire questions, but we haven't got to do them yet with you because we just started doing them this year. 
So let's I get let's this. go through some questions. Get Whisper Nation know you a little bit better. They already know you pretty well, but let's get into it. Do you root for your NFL team or your fantasy team more, Lauren? I root for my fantasy team more because I don't have an NFL team because they left me. I'm from St. Louis, so they married uh, actually remarried their second wife back in LA, who apparently has a boob job and blonde hair and is richer than I am. So no, I don't root for my NFL team because I don't have one. Travis, next sorry. question. Sorry to bring it up again. What year do you start playing fantasy football? 2015. Favorite fantasy football player of all time? Ooh, Cooper Cup. Oh, sorry. Have to do wow. After good just have to do after it. just destroying your whole X team, then you're going to pick a player from there? Unreal. Yeah. Like I said, I root for my fantasy team, and <laughs> on my fantasy team. How about a fantasy player that's burned you the most? Oh, God. David Johnson. Ooh. I love that him, one hurts. Oof. Yeah, that one hurts. Oof. Oof. Uh, favorite live draft memory of all time Ooh, okay we were in las vegas and this actually has to do with my husband so we were drafting with adam rank from the nfl network i'm in a league with him we were drafting live from las vegas and he was holding a laptop drafting for the one and only james co and how he was holding his laptop was the same way that you would hold a motorola flip phone mm. so he was trying to draft james <laughs> co team and it was really really bad but we had a really good time because it was like literally two o'clock in the morning and and then we danced to Africa by Toto, and it was oh, a ton yeah. of fun. great song, great song. Great song. Sounds, like, that sounds like don't a great do we, Don't bring yeah. Weezer on me. It is yeah. Toto or bust. Good. Continue. Yeah, I love it. What is a sound that you love? Farts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> favorite, yes. Favorite go. swear word. <laughs> oh, it it okay. It shouldn't be, but it is fuck. However, one of my favorite things to say because I'm around children a lot is "son of a biscuit." So okay. that's usually uh, what I try bold. to say instead of uh, yeah. that. Is so wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. I what are the most leagues you've you. played in in one time? 15. Said that most exciting one. fantasy football moment. Oh, when I won with a Frankenstein team, a lot of money. Mm. I was playing against uh, Jonathan Taylor, Justin Herbert and Alvin Kamara. And I won with Boston Scott, James Patterson and uh, Taysom Hill. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, that's fancy football oh, right there. Oh, that is. Let's that go. hurts me in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, favorite game day beverage? Um, it is a single shot of vodka, preferably Burnett's, um, in a 30-ounce Yeti-type cup with a splash of lemon, <laughs> splash of lime. Not saying that's what's in there now, but. No, it is what's yeah. in there now. Okay. All right. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Best movie theater snack. I hate going to the movies, but this is going to be a horrible take. Raisinets. I know. Mm. Ooh, I love no, Raisinets. No, no, no. Give me Raisinets what? all underrated. day long. Underrated. No. They are underrated. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, raisins they are should great. Covered in chocolate. Uh, grapes, grapes, grapes as is are way underrated. I mean, because they're not just Thank as you, is, right? Austin. Warm grapes, yeah, we're frozen not grape, grapes. grape juice. Yeah, we're not talking about grapes. When you let your grapes go bad, they're no longer grapes, okay? Yeah. When you just dry them out and, and you make no. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm with the mm -hmm. no, no way. In the life cycle. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Hot, hot fruit or warm fruit is yeah. is illegal. It's disgusting. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, it's but awful. you're... <laughs> aren't raisins hey, warm? They're like room temperature. Uh, well, did you put them in a cardboard box and sell them at the movie theater? No. they're in your pocket? And it's a summer day. <laughs> They're not warm. They're in Arizona. They would be. It's different. Okay. All right. We're moving on here. Kickoff is in two minutes. You're still deciding your flex. Do you go with your gut or your weekly rankings? 
I go with my gut always, always go with your gut. Not even a question. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So here's the deal guys. First of all, Stepmom Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, short notice we know, but you're the best. We are going to go through some training camp news and notes and just kind of talk it up here. I'll do a round table discussion about a lot of this stuff because like football's back. Are we guys. talking Devin Singletary? Because I feel the need to interrupt you if we're simply talking <laughs> about Devin Singletary. I have not brought him up in the news and notes, yeah. but I'm sure we'll get to him because we're going to also preview a couple of your articles okay. um, that are at the bottom. So we might talk a little I bit about them, that there. So please inform yeah, me. Yeah, obviously. You don't want to forget about, I know Devin Singletary is on that list. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be. <laughs> we have to give some kind of information. You know, for being so anti-Devin Singletary, you sure do bring him up a lot, Stepmom. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, um, but we're gonna get into some news and notes here and rock and roll. Hi, Pizza Belly, Freak Stomp, or everybody up? in the chat, and let's get rolling. Right before we came on, our man right. DK Metcalf finalized a three-year extension, getting paid uh, seventy-two million, I believe. I, I, somebody have to check me on that. And yeah, he will be in too. Seattle and staying there. So I'll start with our guest, Stepmom Lauren. Does the contract give you any more confidence in drafting DK Metcalf this season? No. No, they should have given him like $500 million to put up with either Drew Locke or Geno Smith. No, stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Anybody else on, I mean, Austin, I know you've been kind of in on just his pure talent and going and, and the talent should rise above here. Yeah, I think DK Metcalf is one of a handful of players in the NFL that you could classify as an anomaly amongst anomalies. He's that physically dominant and special, standing out from a bunch of physically dominant and special athletes. He can throw stuff on Gilmore on the ground and take a should-be-nothing play 50 yards to the house. He's just that type of guy. So is the quarterback situation ideal? No, but he's got skills that can make things still happen. That's good for your fantasy team. Also, yeah. Not in Go the ahead, fourth John. round. How did how does he get uh one? How he only is getting Johnny, paid twelve oh million. Oh my god, more? Jesus! I need to confess. Will you baptize me? I'm just hey. uh, well. <laughs> my god, could... look at you! Your hair. Did you like this? Is voluptuous. I, I woke up just... like this. I woke up like this. Shut but, up! I hate uh, you. <laughs> the, here's the here's the thing. How is he only getting paid twelve million more than Christian Kirk? And second of all, how is it like based on Twitter, fantasy Twitter, and how much you get paid? automatically assumes you know people just assume that that's how you're going to produce so this should drive them right up the the receiving boards for getting that big payday welcome i'm glad i'm good i'm good with dk getting that much money chris carson a former teammate of dk metcalf officially retired i wondered if we go through the panel and just maybe give a chris carson moment that was special to you i'll start off here i picked him up off the waivers and two weeks later he had an air cast on Blew his leg out. <laughs> so I just wanted to say a testament to Chris Carson running so hard all the time. Uh, anybody else have some Chris Carson yeah, love I'll here? Yeah, I'll do what I, I usually laughed at anyone who drafted him. Oh, oh wow. Wow. <laughs> well, no, so now more, no more humor during your draft. No. I always have humor in my draft, Travis. <laughs> wow. Four Fair years enough. ago, 2018, five picks before mine. Johnny picked up Rashad Penny, incoming rookie for the Seattle Seahawks. He said, this is the new hotness. I said, oh, Chris Carson's at the top of the depth chart. And he said, well, you're dumb. And I said, maybe, but I'm going to go with Chris Carson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah it worked out because Penny, yeah, uh, he, obviously, yeah, he, he, he did well when he, okay, here's the thing. He did well when he was on the field, but he took a huge beating. And yeah. I think this is what we see uh, in NFL teams now is recognizing that you cannot continue to put 
your bell cow running backs into literally the line of fire, especially with one extra week that we have in the NFL season. So be prepared, everybody. This is how the NFL is going to go. We're going to see split committees. We're going to see these kinds of things to keep these players healthy for as long as we can, because we don't ever want to see a player to go down too early. But I hope he gets better, and I hope that the rest of his retired career is nothing but happiness. Get it. Yeah, it's party. I I just, and to second to that memory of Chris Carson. I just got to go off with Chris with Travis because he was with me when that air cast happened and all leading up to that game. He was just telling me how Chris Carson is the truth. How mm. Chris Carson is going to lead him to a championship. I think we were on a podcast like literally three days before that. And we yeah, got into so. a whole huge yeah. conversation about that yeah. entire situation between Rashad Penny and Chris Carson. Like I was right there with you guys. And so as soon as yeah. it happened, I kind of laughed. Yeah. Well, Chris Carson, gone out of football, but not forgotten. Get healthy, man. All right, so we're moving on to the New Orleans Saints. We've got a few blurbs here. Jameis Winston participating in all the team drills at camp. We've got ESPN's Mike Triplett talking about Michael Thomas, saying that he looked fluid and had no noticeable braces or limping, so that's good. We also had Alvin Kamara, you know, the reporting basically saying that they're the NFL monitoring this situation, but there's no firm timeline. I'll go through the panel here. We'll start with Johnny. Which of these, uh, I guess, you know, kind of scenarios or, or storylines out of Saints camp are you monitoring closest? I think it's got to be, well, I mean, you could say the Alvin Kamara just because of how high he's being drafted. But Michael Thomas is, to me, the one of the biggest pieces because there's a lot that would fall either because of him, you know, you talk about Olave, talk about Jarvis Landry and what they could potentially bring to your fantasy team uh, versus if he's out versus if he does end up playing. Okay. Now we got to really consider where are we taking Michael Thomas? How comfortable do we feel there? And then those other two pieces are kind of like secondary pieces off that. So for me, it all kind of boils around what is going on with Michael Thomas? How healthy is that ankle? Can we expect to see him week one? Lauren, what about you? What's the storyline out of out of New Orleans that you're looking for the most? All right. This is going to be a loaded question. Answer it if you choose. If you do not, I totally understand. How many of you in the audience listening and how many of my fellow panel members have significant others? And do they know what it's like to have a woman who is right? Because of intuition, it gets very annoying because you can't quantify it. You can't be like, how did you know that? Like, it doesn't make any sense because we just we just fucking know shit. Like it kind of <laughs> happens. So like, I, I love Michael Thomas and I've been like, eh, this is the year for Michael Thomas with Jameis Winston, because there is some kind, thank you. That's right, Donnie. Yeah. There are, there are some things that may have been going on that we won't ever know about. You know what? I don't want to know about them, but mm. Michael Thomas has, it seems from what I've read, he has never been more excited to play football mm. ever than this year. Because I think that he wants to build a new world for himself with Jameis Winston. So I hope that Michael Thomas keeps falling and falling and falling because we've only ever known Michael Thomas with Drew Brees. There is no Drew Brees anymore. There is no Sean Payton anymore. Well, now it's Michael Thomas's time. So I love Jarvis Landry. Don't get me wrong. I also love Callaway. I love him too. There are so many good pieces on this offense and we forget about just how good Jameis Winston can be if he can limit all of his mistakes. So if you take the mistakes away, you're talking about something with the NFC South that is really dangerous. So 
every, take everything I just said and tell everyone in your league that they all suck, and then you guys target <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. Because I love also Michael we Thomas. did have a we did have a comment from Jersey Jay on that line of thinking. If you draft Winston, thanks for the free money. LOL. I see sure? you smirking a you little sure? bit, Austin. Because you can get Jameis Winston late. So is that free money? Tell me how free Jameis, that is, Jersey Jay. Jameis Winston's judgment is often poor. Jameis is <laughs> so is distinctive. mine, and I'm still successful. You you oh, are very yeah. as is as is Jameis Winston. Um, it still doesn't take away from his I'm oftentimes not this poor arrogant. judgment. I just had to say that. It's I mean it's true. Hey, people, you can. There are a million you. ways to get a million dollars, and Jameis is Jameis One dollar is Jameis at a time. All these things. Um, it's it's such an interesting dynamic. It is the dude. If you take if you take away all the concerning points and you just take him at his very very best, he's funny and weird, and he can chuck the freaking football. And there are a lot of playmakers on this Saints offense, yes, and are. it's it's got a enormous ceiling. It's also got a really low floor because all of these wide receivers could be competing for their role. We've got like guys who haven't played in years. We got rookies coming in. We got hopefuls and the Callaway types. Oh my God, Austin, you're so, so right. And that's what makes this, that that's what makes this offense so intriguing is because we're not looking at this offense as a safe floor. <laughs> None of them are safe. Especially we're in July. As, yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. But like when you go into August and when you're looking at these places, we're talking about we like consistency and we like volume. Well, guess what? There's a lot of options later on in your draft where you can take these guys. These are your good dart throws. These are the upside players that you're looking for. So you're absolutely right. This is not safe. It's not at all. But it is YOLO. It is YOLO. And speaking no, on that, even if Jersey Jay is right here, and let's say he reverts back to his Tampa Listen, Bay Jersey ways, that's Jay. good for fantasy. That's good for fantasy, right? More, more time on offense. Right? Also, also, safe does not <laughs> stepmom's Lauren said. I bet you questions. I have more free testosterone than Jersey Jay. Hey, if, I bet yeah, you I do. I bet. <laughs> hey, man, it's real, real high. Stepmom Lauren proved it in uh, the, the loaded questions. Safe does not win you fantasy championship. Going outside the box, when do you finish the championships? Yeah, right now we've got Michael Thomas going off. This is Fantasy Pros ADP, you, wide receiver 31, uh, 73rd overall, behind Gabe Davis, behind Adam Thielen, behind Jerry Judy, and ahead of stepmom Lauren's guy, Devin Singletary. Do we think that's right? Do we think that if he was able to like get back healthy, if we see more practice videos, if he's ready week one, is this where he goes or is he going higher than this? I'd imagine he's going to be higher than this, right? He's going to rise up. Yeah. He's <laughs> A stepmom Lauren leaves screen because <laughs> I gave her Devin Singletary. He's All right. Well, we'll move on. Like fifth, right? Stay in the NFC South, but move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they've got a few blurbs coming out, obviously. Uh, Leonard Fournette, the report that uh, basically – when we were talking about Fat Lenny, that was a little bit out of uh, you know a little bit overblown. He's back down to the weight he needs to be. Everybody's happy. Julio Jones gets signed Lenny, to a one contract. Lenny, how did you do it? Lenny, tell me your secret. <laughs> yeah. I need to lose Honestly, like let us in. Yeah. Help a girl out. My testosterone is way too high. Shit's going down, so I need your help. <laughs> Come on, Lenny, get on the show. Tell us. <laughs> help me. Uh, Julio Jones signing the one-year contract. Chris Godwin clearing. Uh, clearing or clear for the beginning of training camp. So that's that's something new. Kyle Rudolph here uh, is believed to inherit the bulk of the Rob Gronkowski role. Cameron Brait, let's not lie. Yeah, well, 
Okay, I don't know. I, come on. I think I'd I'd ra- I think I'd rather have Rudolph than Bray. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh my god, Travis. Okay. Okay. Oh. I, I think I would. For I, another time. Rudolph. Are we not Kate Otten at all? No, Kate Otten love. Isn't that who also? Well, was? I don't think the Bucks are when they went and go get go go and got Rudolph there. Rudy. What? Well, okay. I mean, so one of the things that's wonderful about Kyle Rudolph is he's a big dude and he is excellent at blocking. He did that with the Vikings and. There, there's no doubting that he's a fantastic tight end. But when it comes to fantasy football, I honestly think that Cameron Brait is going to be the one that's going to be more successful in fantasy football. However, they're going late enough that it's really not that big of a deal. But I still like Cameron Brait. He has proven to be fantasy annoying enough to Rob Gronkowski that I still like Cameron Brait. He hasn't gone anywhere. And guess who, guess who caught the Lombardi Trophy from Tom Brady across the River. That was Cameron Bright. River narrative. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah. Now we have the the Lombardi narrative there. So we're good yes. there. Oh, come Austin's on. Game. I gotta We've post something out here. Oh look, hey, I, I, I didn't know that. It was Kyle beautiful. Rudolph. It was a nugget. I'm I'm with it. Uh, I love I think... Kyle Rudolph. Don't get me wrong, but I I I like Cameron Bright. If you're gonna take a a late tight end like that, uh, leave the truthers to Kyle Rudolph and then take Cameron Bright. That's that's what I think. But I think we both could be right. We both could be wrong. I honestly am citing on both wrong. I feel like we might be in the situation <laughs> where all the wide receivers are actually going to be who we want. And maybe we could leave out like it's not like it's Gronk. Neither of them are Gronk. So neither of them have the special connection with Brady. So that maybe might be this thing. Speaking of the wide receivers, though, Austin, I'll let you touch on them. we got Julio Jones signing Chris Godwin being clear for camp. How are you feeling uh, about this situation, Julio's addition mostly and what it means for everybody. Julio's addition, I think, is really good for the Buccaneers. I'm not yet sold. It's going to be an impact for your fantasy team if you have Julio Jones. Best ball formats, things like that. You might. He's going to have probably a couple of games. Consistent-wise, though, I'm not in on it. I don't see also how this is good news for any other pass catcher maybe Mike Evans is the only one unimpacted, but I see Russell Gage. I see uh, Chris Godwin when he does come back being impacted by this, if, if nothing, just a little bit. Uh, and I also think then to the last point on Chris Godwin, I got to I gotta recall our man, Dr. Edwin Porras's notes on if you're saying that they're ahead of schedule before a certain point in time, you're really just talking out your ass because the – it. It's like saying a, a shortening the timeline on growing a tomato. It like doesn't matter how well you water it or how much <laughs> sunlight you give it. It just takes this much time. Right. You put that seed in the ground, you water it, you give it sunlight. You can't rush the process after that. But we can have I give you an even better analogy? So I'm not in on that. Please. No, I, mean, I can give you an even magical. better analogy because I live in Florida mm. and I recently learned how you grow pineapples. Does anyone know how to grow a pineapple? You take an old pineapple and you stick it in the ground. <laughs> no, 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 you do. So, so you cut off the pineapple head and you you literally bury it until the leaves down. And then that will germinate and flower. Do you know how long it takes to grow a single pineapple? Isn't it years? Two and a half to three yeah. years. Hey, we don't got time for that. You can grow a human in less time. Ain't nobody got time for that. I will buy. You heard it here. Stepmom Lauren says Godwin's not ready for two and a half years, maybe three. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, It it is concerning that I'm seeing him clear the pup uh, before, but maybe again, like that's the caveat. I probably should have started this with. We're seeing this off-season pup get reported a lot this year, and maybe it's kind of this this. 
more of a fluky situation. We'll see kind of what happens more closer to week. I know, one. right, Jersey Jack? And like <laughs> ninja chop that. I'm like, wah, 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 wah. Johnny, I'll ask I'm you with my pineapple. Like I can't with my life. <laughs> I love pineapple. Uh, oh, good. It's not on it. Johnny, I'll ask you I'm about gonna say, I'm going to say something because... really dirty, but I'll say it off screen later. Because <laughs> I'm sure you boys would really like responses it. Responses are cool. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So, uh, like, dirty dirty responses. Anyone who has oh, a significant other that wants a significant other, uh, eat pineapple. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Seven more out here doing the Lord's work. Yep. We You're appreciate welcome. it. Uh, Johnny, welcome. Leonard Fournette. So this is the last piece of the Buccaneers puzzle here that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Was was there ever a concern in your mind on Leonard Fournette's weight? And are you even concerned at all now that he's back down to playing weight at all? Uh, yeah, there was concern for me that he once again was, listen, at some point you just like your body. And I understand when you're young, you, you feel invincible. You feel like, oh, I'm going to be able to be this great all the time. I'm going to be able to eat whatever I want all the time. Take this from a skinny kid. Okay. I hate you, you already. No, no, no. Like, but the, the reality is, I thought. No, you know, you're I skinny. Eat you eat whatever you want. You voluminous no. hair. Hey, <laughs> it doesn't. No. And now he's about to bitch about getting fat. It's yeah, about no, but, the, but then you realize, like, it, that stuff will catch up to you. And certain, yeah, okay. Like, he got down to the weight. Okay, good for him. But at some point, that's not going to work anymore. And, uh, you know, you're going to get caught in that trap. And even though he might have slimmed down, there is still an injury factor that you because your body isn't that it's not good for that. Like your body isn't meant to do that. Your body is meant to stay at a certain weight and maintain that. And when you keep fluctuating like that, you're just asking for injuries. Not not to even to mention that he's getting up there in age as well for running back. Uh, so it does still give me some concern that even though he dipped down, uh, you know, there's still some concern there for me. I still we need a, now I feel we need a wig check. and old. Why? That was, welcome oh, to the fantasy whispers. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love you, Johnny. I'm just messing with I, you. Listen, we need I'm a wig check, Jersey J. I'm 38. I'm on the Johnny. happiest I've ever been. I'm also Johnny's the bald, hottest I know it. that I feel. No, 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 no. Smoke show. Oh, dude. No, but yeah, I agree. With, I agree with what I agree with what Johnny is saying. So basically, the the news with Leonard Fournette, yes, he's dropping weight. Now all of this is good. Then there's playoff Lenny and all of these wonderful things with Tampa. But there should be. Um, when you are in that place in your draft and you understand that he is a he is in your you're like oh should I take Lenny Fournette? Understand that you should do this with kind of caution because of his age and where he's going, the fluctuation of weight that that really does ruin your joints. It hurts really bad. It also does pulled um, hamstrings, which I believe yeah. he has a situation with as well. So if you um, have one of these players that is prone to that, understand that with your draft, not avoid him, but just draft later on with the understanding and the assumption that this is something that you may have to deal with later on. I 100% understand what you're saying, John. Yeah, here's Thank what you. you do. You draft That's Rashad good. White in all formats because Rashad yes. White is about to be like a league winner big time if if Leonard Fournette goes down. I mean, he, I mean he's a big guy with a with a pass catching profile. I think that uh, he's a guy that's probably already number two on the depth chart. I think if we're scared of Leonard Fournette, we got to be investing in Rashad White. Yep. I think it's just important to note that Leonard Fournette at 240 pounds clocked the fastest land speed in the NFL. Yeah, uh, in the last couple years of ago, years. Dude. No, no, I don't think it's actually true. It was like three um, years. It was when he played for the Jets. That's how long ago it was. He did it also with Tampa Bay. 
He's done it multiple times. Leonard Fournette is that athletic, that strong, that good at football. Nothing Leonard Fournette is doing right now with the weight fluctuations is anything new for Leonard Fournette. If you were in on Leonard Fournette, this is what Leonard Fournette has always done. He's gotten hurt going back to LSU. He got hurt every single year in Jacksonville. He's gotten hurt at least a little bit over there in Tampa Bay. I agree with you there, Travis. Get Rashad White because Leonard Fournette is and always has been an injury risk. But this dude, again, giggles when he gets hit. He likes to eat po'boys. He likes to go fucking hard. And this is ben what Leonard is going to do. If he's thank you, if he's in, he's going to go hard, and that's good for the Bucks. It's good for your fantasy team. It's not good for his legs. So get that handcuff. But like, this is Lenny. It's good. We're talking about Johnny. Johnny out here besmirching Leonard Fournette when used to chug five gallons of milk a day, dude. Well, or yeah, what, one then, gallon, but whatever yeah. it was. But then, <laughs> so luscious Jesus, where is your hair? That's it's, what I want to know. It's up right now. It's in a no, bun. No, 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 no. Take that down. No, 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 All right. no, 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 no. You no. say Take that down. Yeah. Here we if go. you're on a podcast with me, there the hair goes down. Wow. Look at that. Thank Rick you. Look at that. I always, hold on, hold on. And I would like everyone, Whisper Nation, I would like you to know. I have really long hair. And like part of my job is having well, to show us. And so I have to wear my hair down. Oh, all no. The time, yeah, let's go. And I despise it. So when I put my hair up into my man bun, and you two have a man bun. You are not allowed. Like, okay, stop it, Luscious. Your your volume is annoying. Like, you put yourself. No, like seriously. Like, what did you? I woke up this way. I hate I you did. so much. But thank you for wearing your hair down because I get to wear mine up today, and I, I really you, like I got this. You. Absolutely, because I don't have to wear my hair down and sweat because hair is it's hot. It is hot. It is hot. It's disgusting, and it is literally a hundred and like twenty degrees here in Florida, and like all I do is sweat, and I don't lose weight when I sweat. I gain weight, and it sucks. Like Leonard Fournette. (laughs) Like Leonard Fournette. Yeah, which I probably have more testosterone than Leonard Fournette. Oh, that one. I don't know. Anyone wants to know? My free testosterone is three hundred ninety nine. That's not okay. Yeah, what's your Beat Jersey you Jay? Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need we need yeah. counts out of Jersey Jay. We'll yeah. See. Oh, yeah. Look at those guns. Yeah. Look at I those think guns. I think some of them. It's mostly that. just the shadows of my like nasty armpits, but like. <laughs> Lighting's crazy. Oh. Lighting's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to the Green Bay Packers from Tampa Bay to Green Bay. Oh, Christian Watson. Oh my God. Place uh, on the active pup list, and then Robert Tunyon. Also placed on the active pup list. So, Seb Moore, I don't know if we got this take from you in the mock draft marathon last weekend, but are you team Alan Lazard? Where are you at on the pass catching options in Green Bay? So, I'm I'm enamored with the pass catching options. Pass catching options in Green Bay. I really like them a lot, and I know that Robert Tunyon is coming off of his injury. And yes, we're on the pup right now. He's actually in a, a recent article of mine for the fantasy footballers. It is three tight ends to remember this year. Mm. He's going in the late fourteenth round. Understandable. We really didn't see him much last year. What we did prior to week eight, I believe, it was that me. He had like two tight end one finishes and it was like and eh, not really much to talk him about when he was the tight end three to end the 2020 season which is very exciting but this year we don't really talk about robert tunyon much but uh aaron Rodgers has no one else that he really knows besides al lazard randall cobb and aaron jones so he has a lot of rookies and i don't know if you saw his like super arrogant like backdrop like on air hey it was Con don't air. even he's tell me that he's gonna be like rookies y'all are my besties like stop it he's gonna go to the people that he knows and that he's familiar with because they're gonna have to win games they're gonna and he's not even ground. building any rapport with christian watson right now because of his pup appearance as well and it's tough 
it's tough for him yeah. to do it. And I understand that as well. And so there's going to be a lot of ground game here between AJ Dillon and Aaron Roger or um, Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones is going to be that pass catching back. And AJ Dillon is going to be one of those sneaky running back picks that you can get. I believe he's going in half PPR in the eighth round. Steve. I don't know. Someone correct me if I'm wrong there. Criminal. I, Criminal. I love AJ Dillon, um, but this is going to be something very important. So I am all about Alan Lazard. Um, I like Randall Cobb as one of those late round picks, but Robert Tunyon is one of those ones like just snag him. Snag him if you can, because he's not going to be on the pup forever. He is just dealing with the lingering portion of his injuries. He doesn't have to be a training camp right now. So just let him be that person and take him because he's going to be one of those waiver-wire darlings, but if he's already on your squad, don't even worry about it. I mean, I think the main argument against Tunyon is like touchdowns, and it's like, well, that's why I'm drafting him. He's so late. Like, I'm drafting him to score touchdowns. Exactly. There's so many touchdowns gone out of the offense now with Devontae Adams gone. Why can't it be Tunyon who's already filled that role to some extent? Between Equinemius St. Brown, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, and Devontae Adams, there's over 240 vacated targets. Mm. That's a lot. And there's not much coming into it other than rookies and people that Aaron Rodgers doesn't know. And I'm Sammy sorry, Watkins. I don't know Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Sammy Watkins could take up also all on the pub. Week <laughs> one, week one, he'll do great. Yes. But like Aaron Rodgers is one of the most arrogant people in the world. And unless he actually knows you, he's really not going to pay much attention to you, no matter what he says in interviews and in the offseason. So he's going to be looking for Alan Lazard. He's going to be looking for Randall Cobb. And he's going to be looking for Robert Tunyon. And he's going to be looking for Aaron Jones. Those are the people that you need to target in this offense. Well, I'll ask you this, Stephon Moore and Albert's asking Tunyon or Tunyon. Everett. Tunyon? You're, you're uh, literally, so yeah, no, 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 Tunyon. Tunyon for me, because you're not going to take either one of those too early. You're probably already going to have a tight end that's going to be your starter. This is going to be one of your, you know, dart throws. It's going to be your speculative ad. I don't mind either one of those, but I would rather have Tunyon. Absolutely. I'm, a, I'm in agreement on that one for sure. All right, we'll move on here to Marquise Brown of the Cardinals. Coach Cliff Kingsbury does not expect Marquise Brown to be out long. I'm also going to sneak one in here that we didn't pluck, pluck out, but there is a lot of hype building on Rondell Moore and Cliff Kingsbury's nice words he Ooh. said about Rondell Moore, saying that he should hit, fill a huge role with Christian Kirk gone. We've got Marquise Brown maybe uh, dealing with some sort of injury situation. So I'll start with uh, Johnny and then let Stepmom Lauren interrupt you uh, because that's what we <laughs> do here. Uh, but talk a little bit about Marquise Brown and then maybe Rondell Moore as well. Uh, Mark, I mean, this this does suck. Uh, absolutely. You want to see him out there from day one with my newly paid quarterback, Kyler Murray, getting that Monet. Uh, but but then, make sure that he actually studies because hey, you was, cannot hey, play video games or be on your phone during that time. Boo. Nope. Just you got to you gotta just be on that iPad. Like how, is, how demeaning was that? <laughs> Which the, what was kind of what was funny though is that uh, Ian Rapport immediately tweeted out and everyone just like overlooks it. Was that like they're saying Kyler Murray? He's like Kyler Murray does actually study four hours of film. Did you a did week. you did you read Kyler Murray's response? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he came out. No, no, no. He came out and said, "I'm not one of those guys that actually needs to oh. study. I well, just step yeah. on the field and know what's happening." He, he had that New York so, Times article where he came out. I don't think that I need to that, do that. that was, he did also come up more recently. My mind. No, no. We, we we talked about this a lot, and I just wanted to bring up Travis's point because he's actually shifted me a little bit on this Kyler Murray point. I was staunchly in the camp of. Uh, for the mock draft marathon with the blue lights, yeah, Just you know, it's good for the eyes. Uh, Travis, Travis brought up the point about 
look, this, this is an issue because I agree with you, Lauren. Like, it is an issue. Kyler Murray doesn't study enough. He does study. Yes, this happens. But you can't look at his second half performances and say that he has been as prepared as he could have been. You just can't say that. It's not true. So the man needs to study more. He does need to take a better approach. And if he needs to take a better approach, and let's say studying is what needs to happen, is this a little bit of a, a revealing and potentially embarrassing clause can put in this contract? So sure. But is it a good move? Like if Travis they Kelsey literally like, said you don't get credit if you're playing right. video right. games. You shouldn't hold on. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you have to tell this. Is it embarrassing? Is a little demeaning? It absolutely <laughs> is. Is it a real problem though? Yes, it really is. So including this in the contract is an actual move to eliminate the problem. <laughs> Eliminate the problem of him not studying. Make it contractually no, no, obligated. It. It's either that, no, no, either that so hold on, or, or I 100% agree, but I'm going to go back to, Johnny, what you were saying before, and your boy Kyler just got paid, and I 100%, and I kiboshed you, which is that's what I do when I'm on here, and I don't know why you ever invite me back on your podcast, because all <laughs> because I we do love is fuck with both of your lives. But what you were saying is, your boy just got paid, so we're talking about Hollywood Brown in this situation. So right. continue with what you were saying about your Hollywood Brown before I completely ruined your life. No, well, it's I mean, it's it's totally cool because my guy got my, got paid. And listen, what if what if he, you know, it's like me if I got you know paid and they were like, oh, you got to hop on a, a live stream at least twice a week for two hours. <laughs> I would I would sign it and laugh and say, oh cool because i already do that shit so thanks for the free money and i'm sure that's what kyler was thinking but on the on the opposite side of that this offense is very predicated on very first reads so i i do understand where now do i want him to watch more film yeah absolutely because that's where the greats come in greats get that way because they they know every little in and out of the defense they're about to face i totally get that i want him to do that that's what makes me excited for him is that this whole time we've been predicating like, hey, can Kyler take that step and be the number one quarterback for fantasy this year? I think he can if he really does. If he gets embarrassed about this, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go hard. I'm going to give you not only four. I'm going to get I'm going to double that shit up. I'm going to give you eight hours of, of film. He needs to create his own standard and then, and yeah, then and never then, fall then, below it. 100%. He doesn't have a high standard for himself. He can also He's like, uh, Madden hey, is my standard. I'll put on a Kyler Murray mask and watch his film for him and just give him highlight notes. Well, thank you. Thank you to none of you for yes. ask, yes. answering my question I, about Rondell well, Moore or Marquise Brown. Okay. It just shows well, you why you, you, you don't make a show sheet. And I'm, here's I will, the deal. I'll finish it. No, I got that. Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown is going to be a guy that you are going to want your fantasy teams this year. No. Yes. He is no. going to be Kyler's best friend. What are you saying? No. What? no. She's saying no. All right. Who no. would you want? I mean, yeah, you want all these no. guys. No. You want give me AJ Green at his value. No. You want uh, Hopkins at his value. No. And uh, oh, you, you're saying you're going to be like Zachary. a lot of it. You're going to say, nope. Don't do it. Yeah, of course. I'm with Zachary. The only value. person all aside from Kyler Murray that I want on this offense is Zach Ertz. What he was able to do in this offense coming from playing second fiddle to Dallas Goddard while he was in Philadelphia, yeah. going to a brand new team in Arizona and learning everything and still finishing as the tight end six and oh. just bashing lives. Yes, the only pass catcher I want 
out of the Cardinals is going to be Zach Ertz. So I don't want Rondale Moore. I don't want Marquise Brown. I don't want DeAndre Hopkins. Wow. I'm not going to waste my capital on that. I'd rather go for the ninth round and go ahead and take Zach Ertz, who I think is going to be elite. Because if you put him on a 17-game pace with what he had just with Arizona, we're talking right around tight end three ahead of George Kittle. So, yeah, Zach Ertz all day long. That's why I say no. I mean, you could have multiple of these guys no. on your same. I say no. They're going to have more of these guys on They're going to have more capital. You said like capital. You said capital, and Rondell Moore's being drafted 137th overall. He's yeah, the 56th wide receiver. So I just want to put some perspective that I'm going to watch sure. what's, what continues drinking. to happen with Rondell. <laughs> I'm going to watch what continues to happen with Rondell Moore in the offseason, listen to the steady I mean, sure, drumbeat. And I think if you can get him that late, yeah. But I think Zach Ertz is one of those because the the tight end landscape is a is a shit show. You have all of your your top tiers, and then there is a huge break, and so you get to where you can actually draft somebody who, if you're lucky, can get into that realm. And Zach Ertz has proved he can do it, and he did it with the Arizona Cardinals. So why not go for that guy? That's the only thing I was arguing. Marquise was a top. Only thing I was arguing, and I'm not going to take Zach Ertz and Rondale Moore. That's too much. And there is something to be said that like the slot is going to soak up a lot of the same targets. Like the slot and the tight oh, end are probably going to be around the same target show, share. So. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, that, that dirty slot. Dirty. So. Make families. Make families. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we will Travis. we will move on to our Dinner next team. First, young man. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, so we'll move on here. Trey yes, Sermon. We have the San Francisco 49ers, so we'll get through some of their news here. Uh, 49ers coach uh, Kyle Shanahan said second year running back Kyle, Trey Sermon has done everything he can <laughs> and is as yoked up as he can be. There's too many names in the back. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Debo Samuel. Uh, there was some bit of news coming out there that he's at camp and they should be getting a deal done. Lynch says Trey Lance speaking at a presser Tuesday. 49ers coach Shanahan said this is Trey Lance's team. And finally, just to drive it home, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be has and has no plan to be practicing with the 49ers as he awaits a trade. Hope we didn't lose stepmom Lauren here. I don't know. She said, but uh, she said she's out. We're not talking Niners. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so we'll rock and roll here um, with the crew. And I guess my biggest thing is what were what this is a big week of news for the Niners, Austin. Yeah. So I'll start with you. Is this how you kind of saw things shaking out? And is anything written in stone? Where were you at on the 49ers and some of these news headlines here? I think this is the way we saw it shaking out, but it's not something we could call until it happened. Jimmy Garoppolo was still the last quarterback of the 49ers who was still on the roster, who still had locker room rapport as well as with the rest of the team. We expected it to go this direction, but now it actually has. I think it's a paradigm shifter. I think every player from a fantasy perspective needs to be reevaluated at this sense. Um, Trey Lance, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Debo Samuel. Um, you could throw the running back situation in there as well, because everything is going to be different now. You, you, The play styles are so far apart between Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to see a different type of 49ers offense, which is going to impact every single skill player on that team. I think it's exciting. 
Yeah, I mean, it definitely is like, and I, I thought something that we picked up during the mock draft marathon was Brandon Ayuk, a little bit of Brandon Ayuk love through different some some different guests, mm-hmm. and there has been some uh, a little bit of a steady beat drum that like he could be the number one beneficiary here to the Trey Lance Trey Lance because of the deep shots. Trey Lance. I'd be interested in Trey yeah. Lance, dude. Trey Lance. Right? <laughs> Who wouldn't be? Uh, in Paris. Uh, let's see. So. Stepan Lauren, where are you at with some of the exciting features of this offense? Where you where do you land on the backs? Let's start there. I am interested. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what this offense is going to look like without Mike McDaniel. So. I worry because Kyle Shanahan is just like, I'm committed to the running back by committee. And it's like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, But what I'm mostly curious is what Trey Lance can do with this and what does that offer with the run game? Most importantly, what does this give to Debo Samuel, who has already said, like, I'm tired of getting bruised and beaten down like I'm Mm -hmm. literally a bulldozer. Like, I get it. 100% get it. So for me, when I approach the 49ers, I approach it with a, a concern conservative, very cautious angle. And I will only take a 49er unless it is at the appropriate place in the draft. As much as I love Debo Samuel, I don't necessarily know if I want to reach too high for him because I just don't know what this offense is going to look like. Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan have been together for, Ooh, I want to see like nine or 10 years. It's been a really, really long time. So now that they're separated, I'm not sure what this is going to look like. So it, I, I know I'm repeating myself at this moment, I'm cautiously optimistic. I like Trey Lance in this because they really have an offense that is centered around a mobile quarterback, yet they've never had one, yet now they do. So I am I think it would be really, really good, but I'm not going to reach for it, and I'm not going to put too many eggs in one basket when it comes to that. So the draft has to be right for me. I believe in it, but not enough to reach for it in a draft. If that makes like, sense. Yeah, you're I not like taking I, any. I feel like I was very ambiguous with that. No, I feel like you're not taking any hard stands on any of these guys, I, I, right? Because I can't. I just, I just don't feel like it's fair. I don't feel like it's fair because every single person you know, on that offense has a ton of talent. Fair. Okay. No, it's not. It's so, educated so, guessing, people. Right. And I have no good educated guess about this. Because guess <laughs> you, what? There's the ain't no education around this house. Who was it on the mock draft marathon who brought in this point? I can give you an answer i could give you a guess but it is a guess we don't know we we can't tell you what it's going to be because we don't know that the team doesn't even know Mm. and and let them figure it out and then we we can work that from the waiver wire we can work that in trades but i don't like if it works out when your roster is already filled and you want to do some of those speculative ads then i have no problem with it because this this is going to be a good offense there's nothing about this that says they're bad but i don't have the kind of faith in it where I think the players are going in similar rounds to other players that I think that would be more consistent for my squad. Yeah, I think this kind of means to take the stand on Trey Lance. I know that's been my prior, so I don't want to, but but if if we're saying, agree. I mean, like I'm if angry. we're saying it's all it's good for the gander, oh then my God, it must Trey be good Lance, for the Jersey goose. Jay, stop it! Go yeah, take some more creatine. Leave he's it. A, he's a Giants fan. He's trying to get yeah, some love Giants for his fan. boy Danny Ew. Dimes no, here. Although, garbage. although garbage. I wouldn't be surprised if Danny Dimes finishes better than Trey Lance. Oh my God, Jesus! Let's I would be surprised. All right, let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens. Love you, Johnny. We're talking Gus Edwards Ravens head coach John Harbaugh said that Gus is questionable for Week One. Moving on to his running back mate J.K. Dobbins who has been reportedly pushing to play 
even though the team has been adamant and refusing so far. I mean, training with Jesus, trying to force his team to let him play. That's where we stand today. They signed Corey, Corey Clement, Mike Davis. Johnny, I'll start with you on the Ravens' backfield. Is it an avoid for you still right now as we sit here uh, end of July, beginning of August? For me, it is. I mean, I, I don't mind taking Gus Bus, uh, you know, one of the last few picks if he remains there. But then he started to creep up, you know, during the mock draft. Some people were taking him in like the 10th or 11th. To me, I still think that's a little too high. Um, it's an avoid for me uh, in this in this whole backfield because Lamar is the running back that you want in that backfield, not uh, any of these other guys. They're going to be hard to, to de- decipher which player to start each week they do different things they ask him to do different things and but one thing we do know is they ask Lamar to run in touchdowns and score most of those touchdowns so that is why I'm staying away I get why people are are enticed by Dobbins and and uh enticed by uh Gus Bus but at the end of the day it, it you end up picking up a guy off waivers and then trying to choose on that week hey do I start Dobbins or Gus Bus or do I start this waiver wire guy I picked up? So I'm going to take like I'm gonna take out of uh stepmom Lauren's book and don't invest your capital in in uh those needy rounds uh on Dobbins. That's where my stance is. Everybody in agreement on the I have I have one thing to say. Yeah. I have one thing to say. If you guys are in a keeper league and you already have at least one solid running back, and then you can invest maybe a third or fourth round pick to your RB2, don't be afraid of J.K. Dobbins. That's the only thing I'm saying, because I don't think he needs to be 100% avoided in those types of leagues. Redraft, pure redraft, like we're talking about, I would kind of stay away. I would stay away from this whole thing just to begin with, because that, just like you said, Johnny, it's a it's a mess, and it will be a mess with just with the rape. I don't know. Their strength and conditioning coach needs to learn some yoga, okay? <laughs> because shit happens too much with the Ravens. But there, there, don't be too afraid of J.K. Dobbins as a speculative ad if you can afford it. Don't reach for it. Don't go out of the way, but also don't be too afraid to take him if you already have a solid RB core. Usually that has to do with the keeper league, but I just wanted to throw that out. That was it. I I wanted to add in one point. It's connected to the Ravens. No, Austin. More about a philosophical (laughs) approach and the way you methodically attack the waiver wire. I am not stoked about any of these running backs in Baltimore because of the carousel that John Harbaugh continually rolls out to Johnny's points. The best running back that they got right there. The one who gets the most action is Lamar Jackson. These things are all true. But when you have an opportunity for a new running back to come in and get a shot, and if you have an empty spot on your roster, I'm not saying draft one, but as the season gets going, and let's say Gus Bus and J.K. Dobbins aren't healthy week one, right? And now it's Mike, is it Mike Davis? Is it Tyler Batty? Hey, is it any of these other guys that we haven't heard of yet? That's coming in. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Please. They were coming up, and it's like oh, if, if they, you you can't. You almost got me. You almost got me on that one. Almost here on this one. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Saying, like, if there is the opportunity, don't get complacent because when a new guy steps in, magic can happen. And that's one of the reasons why we love sports so much, why we love the movie Rudy so much. Like, motherfuckers can come from nowhere. Little giants? What? Exactly. And so is it likely? No. But if you've got the Mighty roster Ducks. spot up there, 
available. Don't get complacent. Don't say you already know what's going to happen. Let some magic come on in, but also don't be afraid to call it when what does happen is likely to happen. And that's going to be a guy who doesn't get a lot of love and a lot, a lot of action. So don't drop somebody good, but keep looking for guys with opportunity. Cause I'll tell you what, everybody who ran the ball for Jacksonville sucked until James Robinson, the undrafted free agent just showed up and then was an RB one for you. So if you get complacent, Wait. you might out on guys some of that like action. Leonard Fournette weren't, weren't, Big in Jacksonville. How are you the one with no beard and long hair and you were just like, awesome in reaching the gospel? Yeah, exactly. Austin. That was like nobody believed in him. Reaching that were. gospel. Oh my God. Preach. Different context. Thank you, Lauren. Always. You're welcome. Well done. All right. So but we not always as a top drafted running back in the top ten. I'm not talking about Rykel Armstead. I'm not talking He's about like one of these guys. Whisper Nation. We love James Robinson. We uh, hope that he gets back healthy. We'll see what happens with that. That's another piece of news we could have got into today as well. He's actually really good for training. James, yeah, with James Robinson coming back before we oh, thought yeah. as well. So we'll see what happens with that Achilles. But we have gone long, as we tend to do with stepmom Lauren. And so <laughs> yeah. we are I'm going to cut asshole, it. That's why. Yeah, no, not at all. Well, <laughs> we instead of cutting it all the way close at the end here, we want to give you a little bit of time to highlight some of the articles you've been working on. We pulled some graphics here for... Uh, your article of three running backs to remember in 2022. You also have the three wide receivers to remember in 2022. Woo! We were a big fan of also this uh, graphic that came out with NBC Sports Edge that talked yeah. about fans <laughs> with one-liners you had here. So talk a little bit about some of the work you've been you've been working on, Set My Morning, and, and where people can find you. So as always, what I do in the offseason is just to kind of evaluate all of the changes that have been happening in the NFL because they have been significant, especially this season with all of the different changes, especially with the elite wide receivers that we've been seeing and how that affects every single player moving forward. So um, basically just um, it just you guys do you, but you can find all of my work on my website, stepmomlauren.com. I have about four or five articles I need to put on there. I just put out within the last seven days and I work for the fantasy footballers, fantasy pros, NBC sports edge. And um, I would like to make a really awesome announcement right do here. It, on girl. Oh, do it girl. Do it. That I on. haven't said yeah. yet. Um, I am now one of the newest members of FTN as let's well. go. Let's yes. go. Get that Monet, get that paper. Thank you. So I am one of the newest members of FTN, and I am also a partner with Underdog Fantasy. So I'm very excited. And again, you guys can come and find me. It's very easy. It's Stepmom Lauren all the way across the board. Social media, stepmomlauren.com. And uh, basically, I just love you guys winning your leagues and it's 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 a lot of fun like i i love you guys i love especially yeah, yeah. my fantasy whispers and just for the whisper nation that doesn't know how far back we go um johnny and travis were the first two people that actually got me into video thank you pizza belly that got thank you thank you very much got me into the video world of it and uh with the aaf back in the day mm. and we used to do this on instagram and if it weren't for you guys i don't think i would be in the position that i am in so thank you no. too no, we love so, you we love much so much for being yeah. such good friends of mine you guys are crushing life and it always such an honor for me to be on here with you austin it is so wonderful being friends with you and getting to know you over the last few years and everybody come and talk right. to us come and talk to me anything that you need i've got you just don't be creepy don't be don't be yeah. creepy don't i'm not going to show you my boobs yeah, don't be um, creepy i never will never yeah, have never never, will. never. nope won't don't do ask it. yeah don't ask <laughs> well 
Bloody we appreciate good. you so much, Stepmom Lauren. You've been the best uh, since we met you. There's a reason Don't make why. Don't me cry because I'm about to cry, you. so fuck off. Uh, we will. <laughs> We're going to let you do it. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Crying's good. Yeah. But for good. Stepmom Lauren, for my guys Austin and Johnny, I'm Big Travi. We're the Fantasy Whispers. We'll see you next week. Peace, Peace out. Right here. Hey, do you like mock drafts? We do too. You can come back every Monday and mock with us. Check out one of these videos and make sure you're liked and subscribed.